1: Welcome to the Cards Catholic Podcast from Cardinal Authority. I'm senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling here. Jody, a lot's happened in the last week. We'll, we'll touch base on that. Then we're going to get to football, basketball, recruiting, probably touch a little bit of baseball, but let's start with football today being July 20th, a, a big day uh, for football as, as the players now get to start actually working out a little bit with with the coaches uh, before it was kind of, you know, the voluntary thing. And and now the coaches kind of get to be able to get their eyes and their hands a little bit into the mix. and. It's another step forward for college football, which obviously continues to have a, a question mark hovering above whether the season's going to play or not. But this is certainly a nice step forward as now the coaches and players get to start preparing for what may happen with the 2020 season.
0: Yeah, it's uncertain still what's going to happen. And we we're we not, we're not going to know that for you know at least another week to 10 days as far as – well, we won't know that for – for a while, but we won't, won't know a plan for at least another week or 10 days. And, you know, this is something that that, that I think the guys have been waiting for. You know, the, the coaches have been doing Zoom meetings. They really haven't had any, had much, you know, personal interaction with the guys, if any, for a lot of them. And, uh, you know, I know some of these guys uh, have been waiting on this and, and the, the coaches have been waiting on this and excited just to get back with it. Basketball uh, has been on that pause for the last couple of weeks, but, uh, you know, women's basketball and able to, to go back and, and start working with the, with the girls today as well. Um, and, you know, when, when you think about that men's basketball uh, I'm not sure, you know, we'll try to find out later today if the pause has been lifted. I think tomorrow is 14 days. So, um, so I would think tomorrow would be the earliest, but you know, I know coach Mack is, is excited to get back with his guys at some point too. So again, just a lot of uncertainty, but it's nice for the coaches to be back with their guys and, and the ladies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's kind of a step forward. If, if there's going to be a season, this is obviously one of those big steps that, that needed to be, uh, you know, accomplished. And now here we are on the 20th where coaches can start participating. And, and you know, and so it, it's, it's a little bit of a glimmer of, of hope that, 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 something may happen. But like you said, yeah, you know, we're still, you know, probably a little over a week can, until we hear a, a potential plan of what's going to happen with the 2020 season. Um, when, you know, you know, so fingers crossed, continue. And I imagine with the football program, you know, that there's a lot of excitement in there. Obviously they were building, a, you know, off the bowl win. They had a, a great start to spring that ended early, obviously, with, with the shutdown. You know, so this is hopefully an opportunity now that the coaches and the players are getting together to kind of feel that vibe again, that excitement for what they were building and the momentum that they had and, and hopefully, you know, kick it back into, into gear. And we'll have an opportunity to, to visit with, uh, with the head coach, Scott Satterfield, here uh, soon later this afternoon on a video conference with, with media. So looking forward to hearing his comments as well, but it's gotta be, you know, nice to, to have, I would imagine the filling in the football complex while they're still, I'm sure social distancing and following the protocols, it's gotta feel good to be taking that next step.
0: Yeah, it does. But, uh, but again, you gotta be careful because you don't want to be that next team that has to shut things down. You don't want to be that next program that, uh, that gets, uh, that takes a step back um, because everybody's watching everybody right now. Um, I, I mean, I still, to this day, I, I'm, I'm remaining confident that there's going to be some sort of football season. I just don't think it's going to be anything like we, um, have witnessed before. And, uh, and quite honestly, I don't think that anybody knows right now just exactly what it's going to look like. Um, you know, the latest that, uh, that I, that I've kind of heard is, you know, that we won't start football again. This is just all speculation. There's a lot of models on the table. But the latest that I had heard is, you know, you won't really start football until right before October. So, you know, that September 25th weekend, um, and 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 you would play conference games, and you would try to get in as many as you can. And there, you know, the the, the schedule would be totally different than what the schedule is out there right now. And uh, and and you're probably going to be in a different division than you're in right now. Which, you know, quite honestly, whatever you've got to do to get some games in is what I'm for, is what I'm in favor of.
1: Yeah. And I, I think we're kind of on the same page there. You know, I still hold out some hope that there will be a season uh, like you. I think it'll be pushed back a little bit. Obviously, I, you know, the go, the growing belief is that it will be conference only, but I don't think it's going to be the conference schedule that Louisville had in store. I think that there will be some changes and, and all those things are, are, are things that continue to be discussed, you know, at the, the ACC level with the athletic directors and all that. But, you know, when it comes to the season, obviously, I think they're going to make every effort that they can because this is obviously, you know, this this goes beyond just playing a game, and this is a lot of, you know, financial impact for communities, for universities, you know, not just for athletic departments and and scholarships and those kind of things. This, this is a, you know, one of those. Ripple down effects type of uh, you know things that we have in our economy. So they're obviously yeah. trying to make every step that they can, you know, while also trying to you know keep safety and you know keeping their fingers crossed or whatever that that the numbers will con- you know hopefully start to improve and and that they can get a season off. So you know, yeah, I mean, Michael, you know-
0: think about the think about you know just at Louisville, all the people, all the tailgating, all the, yeah. the restaurants around the around you know the, the you know and the things that happen during a game and, and that kind of thing. Um, you know, the bars and restaurants are all over town uh, when you have a game, if it's here or if it's not here. And and then you take it another step to a place like Clemson, where, you know, it's a smaller town. And in that town, that town is is kind of built around, you know, game day where they where they go yeah. for seven, eight, nine, 10 hours on game day and in, in those businesses. And so, I mean, it, a lot of people say financial and they talk about athletic departments and yeah the athletic departments have a lot invested in this and there's a lot at stake but it's not just the athletic departments it's more it's more than that so hopefully hopefully we'll get some uh we'll we'll get some good news if uh if people you know wear your mask and 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 keep your social distancing i did i do find it kind of funny that i you know i I was talking to some some buddies and they said you know had we said in march you know if if you wear your mask and and you social distance that you're going to you're going to have football in the fall. If not, you're not going to have football. And that's the bottom line. How many people, especially in the South would have worn their mask, you know, and and how different would
1: that (laughs) That should have led with that.
0: So uh, it'll be interesting. I don't think, um, you know, I don't think, well, I I know, I know they don't, they don't have a plan set right now. Um, I don't know what the plan of attack to get a plan is going to be. Um, But again, I'm still, I'm still hearing, you know, next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, at some point, uh, I would say probably next uh, Tuesday or Wednesday is when we will hear something, uh, or another. But meanwhile, Scott Satterfield and his staff continue to just beat it up on the recruiting trail. Michael, we're down to really four spots left in, in the class. Um, I, I think, um, again, four or five, but I'm saying four right now, just because of the, that, that 25 number. Um, but, but they've had a good, they've had a good run of it and, uh, you know, the latest Christian Pedersen we talked about on the special edition yesterday on the Cardscast. Um, you know, he did get that. He did get that uh, uh, ranking all across the industry. So he did get that uh, composite ranking and Louisville moved up three spots with him. Um, there's four left and we know for sure um, that one of those spots um, is, is kind of for Prince Kali, who's the linebacker um we think he's you know louisville leads we think they're still in a really good spot to beat out some sec schools in notre dame um he would be one of those spots and then and then after that you've got three left and and one of them's going to be a quarterback and and right now uh it's kind of up in the air on who or 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 when that will be for that quarterback you know with tj lewis still kind of the guy out there in in the front a little bit but uh yeah i i don't we're getting down to it Michael. I mean. so much for the watch list and all that kind of stuff the watch list are yeah. getting small
1: yeah you know it's not even a full length article anymore they're, they're they've filled up the class so quickly and again it is Impressive, you know, obviously two commitments really within the last week. Also added a a transfer in in the wide receiver from North Carolina. You know, so a very solid week for, for Coach Satterfield and his staff, the recruiting class. And I'll have something on this later on today at Cardinal Authority. But the recruiting class, you know, climbs back up to number 18 in the 247 sports composite and the 247 only rankings, which has Louisville with another four star Versus the composite ratings. Louisville's at number 17, still number four in the ACC, which is a good place to be. Um, and that rating, which I think, you know, to me, I could k- kind of look at that average player rating, which right now sits at 8621. In the composite and to me anything over eight six as of an average is fantastic uh, for louisville they've only climbed over that that mark twice uh in the recruiting rating era um so it it certainly shows that you know the the progress at satterfield and and i and i would call it rapid progress i mean the way they came in the timing they came in as a new staff and the things they had to face the ability to to get to where they are at this point with this Mm -hmm. recruiting class to me is nothing short of impressive and to me it looks like they'll keep you know they'll probably remain above that 86 uh, player rating, which you know puts you in the upper upper, upper echelon of best classes Louisville's ever had, and, and and it looks like it's a class that they're not as we've seen in the past, and not trying to throw you know barbs at any other previous staff. But it, it, at points it seemed like let's let's just try to get the best player no matter what position they were, and let's just kind of load up. And but with this class, it seems like with each guy they brought in, there's a purpose for each one of them. Um and and you know you got to really tip your hat to what they've done this far.
0: Yeah, and the purpose now moving forward is going to be get a quarterback, you know, yep. lock a quarterback up, try to lock Prince Kali up. That would be 23. And then the purpose of the last two, quite honestly, um, the offensive tackle position, though, <clears throat> I still think they'll take another one. It's kind of just up in the air. I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot of guys uh, that they could that they could go after, and and or that they are going after, and a lot of guys that uh, that they could end up with. Uh, other than that tackle, I think the next one is what, what, what can you get? And if you get to 26, it's like, what can you get as well? You know I mean? Uh, Javon Grigsby, the safety Damon, David, David, the safety, um, the two guys, but Dominic Lovett, you know, told me a wide receiver out of St. Louis. I mean, he's a, you know, top 300 guy. He's a two, four, seven, top two, four, seven guy. Um, he, you know, that, that Louisville's kind of in there in the mix. So, I mean, I, I assume they could take another wide receiver. I mean, it's, it's just one of those deals, Michael, where, um, in the end, I think you you, you can kind of be a little more picky and take the best guys because I mean, look, we're we're sitting here, we're not even we're not even def- I mean, today's the day they start you know, quote unquote practice and and there's only four spots left. I mean, we're a long ways away from December, and I know there might not be visits and there might not be high school football in a lot of places, but uh, uh, but still. Uh, You're in a very good spot if you're Scott Satterfield and the staff right now with with uh, with this class, especially because it seems like this class um, right now will stick together. There's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of camaraderie in the class. And really, quite honestly, uh, everybody that's committed is being really receptive um, to the staff right now. Speaking of committed, uh, I'll have a story uh, might be up already now, but before uh, before you post this, Michael, but uh, uh, both the transfers. Trail, Clark and um, Roscoe Johnson are both on campus uh, and both guys really quite honestly have been added, you know, for depth at positions that need it. Um, you know, people don't realize how the there's no depth at the wide receiver position, but there's really not. I mean, obviously you've got, you've got some really good ones in Tutu and Dez. you've got one that's been consistent, but needs to produce more in Justin Marshall. And then you've got nobody else, that's really ever produced. It's either newcomers or guys like Josh Johnson and Tyler Harrell who, who really haven't done it, have been through some injuries. So uh, they were looking, you know, Gunter Brewer was kind of looking around and decided to add Roscoe Johnson, who he recruited at at North Carolina, didn't have great stats at North Carolina as far as catching the ball, uh, but was a very good guy. When you watch at downfield blocking, very good guy also on special teams and, and he'll help out, just like Etrel Clark, if he gets a waiver and, and is eligible this year, will uh, will come in and play right away.
1: Yeah, you know and I agree with you. I mean, everybody talks about Tutu and Dez, obviously two guys that stand out at the wide, wide, wide receiver position. But as you look at the depth chart, as you said, you know, there's a there's you know, some impressive resumes there, but a lot a lot of guys that haven't caught a lot of balls uh, in this offense. are so really looking forward to to seeing how that develops as well, and looking forward to to the story uh, that you'll have up. Uh, but to, I guess to, to close recruiting, one, one other point that I wanted to bring up was when you look at this class, Jody, there's, there's 10 different states represented here, one of yeah. which is, is not the home state of Kentucky. You know, so to me, it also, it's another example of how well they're scouting the country. They, they view this as a, a program that can recruit nationally, and they've done so successfully in the 2021 class. Um, I, I suspect we'll see more of a Kentucky presence next year. But this is a class, I think, a, quite interesting that it could wrap up with nobody from the bluegrass state.
0: Oh yeah. I don't think there's any question now, no. um, unless something crazy happens and somebody, um, you know, like, I mean, I mean, I guess you could get, and, and, and I'm just using examples here, but I guess you could get, um, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think because male doesn't really senior wise, you know, t- the the mm-hmm. Hearn kid from Ballard, um, I guess he could, you know, if, if he had, if they play and he had a huge year, um, you know Charlie Lee from Trinity, or one of those line, one of those linemen that are already committed. Um, you know Trinity's already got two offensive linemen committed. To, you know Air Force one to Air Force and one to Kent State. You know those guys, I guess, could blow up kind of so to speak during a season, and then Louisville kind of swoop in. I don't I don't think it will happen. Um, you know I know uh, there's a couple other guys you know out there uh, across the state. You know Oldham County's got a really good kind of skill guy who I think is more of a walk on kind of guy. Um, but, but I guess with the big season, one of those guys could, but yeah, it, that's the crazy thing is this class is probably going to wrap up without a kid from the state of Kentucky, but with kids from, if I had to guess, um, if I had to guess, I 11, cause Tennessee's not on there right now, right? Yeah. No, Tennessee's not on there yet. So Prince oh, Kali would make it 11 for ten, for Tennessee, um, you know, and, 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 I mean, I'm saying they could have 11 or 12, so it's, uh, it's very interesting, uh, how that works out. So, all right, Michael basketball, uh, recruiting, they've been doing a lot of watching on the, on the, uh, on, on the, you know, the games that kids are playing on, on, online and tell you what, it's, Ooh, it's hard. It's a, it's, it's a challenge. I watched for a little while last week and, and had to, had to turn it off because I was yeah. like, it's not the best of film quality. And, Start getting dizzy. Uh, and and then, well, unless you know exactly, and 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 you know, coaches are like that, and they do know exactly, and, and I did who was who, um, but but it's hard, it's just it's just difficult. So, uh, but they've been doing that, and it, this it's gonna be a challenge to uh, to recruit kids that way. And again, it's a challenge, you know, you know Brian Snow, Josh Grishon, Jerry Meyer, and all those guys on our national team now, uh, which by the way, I do expect to grow here soon. Um, Evan with Evan leaving, but I expect we uh, will replace him. I'm not sure. I, I joked around that we might have to replace Evan with like three people, you know, and uh, and uh, and that that actually could be uh, the case, two or three people. But uh, th- those guys have a hard time too with the, with all this. Um, I, I'm not sure how you I'm not sure how you really uh, recruit, you know what I mean, and how you rank guys and how you do things. It, it's just it's just tough, but hey, you forge through and you got to do it. And, uh, and it's really more relationships right now than anything. And, you know, Louisville's sitting pretty good in 2021. Bobby Pettiford mm-hmm. and Bryce Hopkins and L- Ellis are on the board. Um, Malachi Branham, you know, there's a big topic on the thread. He will make a decision on Wednesday. You know, and we've told you before on, on podcasts, and we, I think I've, I've said some stuff on the boards, but, I mean, Louisville has felt really good with where they're at with Malachi the entire time. And even up until now, feels good. I just don't think that that right now, if if he was making a decision in in a month or he was making a decision in you know, even a week and a half or two weeks, I I think that would I would get the sense that Louisville would have a better shot. I I think Louisville is is clearly the number two. I know Xavier is in there uh, very well, but I think Louisville is clearly the number two. And uh, I think he probably at this point ends up at Ohio State as of late last night. He had not told. Um, He had not told the uh, the staff anything uh, about it, so uh, about what was going on. So, um, I they've been coming, you know, communicating with him, and everything's been positive. But again, I think he goes to Ohio State.
1: That yeah, obviously it would be a fantastic pickup, you know, one of the, the top. A kid, uh, of Columbus, a kid out of Columbus, a kid out of Columbus, that's
0: <laughs> the, that's the campus is, you know, five minutes from Ohio State is a very tough get for anybody, really, to be yeah. quite honest. And yeah. it should, it, it 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 totally should be. It's like a kid, you know, it's like a kid from. You know, if you're here in town from Trinity or from Ballard, you know, I mean, with Ray and Quentin and guys and, you know, and DJ, I mean, that, that should be a tough get for anybody other than Louisville. And that's just the way it is with him.
1: Yeah, that's the way it should play. And you know, and to go back to your earlier point about the difficulties of recruiting right now, um, you, you do have to be impressed by what Chris Mack and his staff have, do, have done uh, during this stretch. Obviously, they've landed a number of commitments. Uh, you know, they've handed out some you know additional scholarship offers, and you know, you could clearly tell that they you know they're doing their extreme due diligence as they're you know reviewing reviewing film, you know, building relationships, and and so really looking forward to once, once things do start to, I guess, improve as we knock on wood that someday it will, um, how they'll, you know, how well they'll be able to take off kind of like, you know, from a starting line in a track race when the, when the starting gun goes off, it seems like they're geared up in great shape to take off running, uh, once that, uh, that day does come. But really, uh, I think they've done a fantastic job through this stretch again, landing a, a couple uh, really solid commitments, you know, in a unique situation where they can't have them on campus and, and all these things.
0: Yeah, and, and as we kind of wrap up here, a couple things to watch out for. I talked to Bobby Pettiford, first of all. I will have a story at some point on his, uh, his weekend. He had a big weekend. Uh, he was not playing for CP, the Chris Paul All-Stars this weekend. They didn't play in an event, but uh, uh, he was playing with a team called Team Marie and uh, uh, actually with Deontay Green, the 2022 kid that Louisville just offered. And uh, he said, uh, you know, Bobby said he's been working on a lot of guys and, uh, and, and especially guys in the, in the Carolina area. Um, so watch for, for, you know, his kind of recruiting to see if it pays off. You know, I do think Louisville, um, I, I think Louisville is in good spot with Harrison Ingram, but I think that's a, a, a recruitment that's going to last for a long time, uh, and, 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 play its way out. Um, I think Jordan Hawkins is a guy that, uh, that they're in there good with again. I think that's going to last a while and, and play out. They need a wing. They need one of those guys. Eric von der Heiden, uh, is a kid who, um, uh, it sounds like he's one of the ones that, uh, uh, Pettiford has been working on. He's from Millbrook uh, high school in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, he plays for John Wall's AAU team, uh, typically. Uh, but, but he's a kid that it sounds like Louisville in Texas. I'd watch him. Um, Louisville's in there pretty good. And, uh, and, and, and Louisville's doing a great job in Carolina. And, um, so, so we'll have to watch and wait and see, Michael, I will also have this week as we wrap up, I also have a, uh, a class of 2022 kind of names to watch, for women's basketball in recruiting at some point in the middle of the week. Um, Look, the 2021 class, almost every top kid in the country, except for the kid that everybody considers the best player in the country, A.Z. Fudd has made a decision, and A.Z. Fudd was injured last year, last summer, and in the season. Um, Nobody really knows kind of what she is going to do. Louisville is in the mix, and you know when the number one player in the country Still has you on the list. You t- you would take her if uh, if the opportunity arises. Uh, I don't expect them though to add anybody else to the class of 2021. Um, so you know you got two commitments there, and and I think that's what they'll end up with. And quite honestly, in 2022, they're in on some really good players because because they can be now. Um, you know, I mean when you when you land Haley Van Lith, when you land. Uh, Um, You know, the kids that they have landed over the course of the last uh, year or, you know, a couple years on the recruiting trail, a few years actually on recruiting trail, you can you can go after the top kids and uh, more than likely you're going to get a lot of those top kids when uh, when 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 it's all said and done. So expect it to be a big, uh, big, big list of uh, uh, of really good, uh, of really good players in 2022. So uh, I've got that for you coming up later in the week as well so all right michael
1: hey i tell you what before we let uh, let everybody go um quick reminder that you know whether you're, you're on apple spotify whatever uh, your favorite location may be to listen to podcasts give us a like a, you know a five-star review a positive positive review whatever the, the case might be at each center also um there is some sports going on hope to go out and actually check it out on Thursday planning on making the trip up to Indianapolis to see a little bit of baseball as uh, the grand park college summer league uh, continues uh, to progress with a lot of, uh, a lot of current Cardinals up there playing in the summer league. So hope to make that trip up uh, on Thursday up to Naptown and we'll have coverage of that as as well, the Cardinal authority. So should be another exciting week ahead. Uh, You know, hopefully we'll have, you know, we'll have continued recruiting news. We'll have some baseball news and, and uh, you know, and like I said, we'll have uh, comments from Scott Satterfield, here later today, and who, who else knows what else will pop up this week? So, uh, should be another fun week at Cardinal Authority.
0: Yep, for uh, for Michael McCammon. I'm Jody Dimbling. We'll see you next week on the Cards Cast.
1: Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived.